The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Good afternoon. It has just gone three o'clock on FM 104. Graham and Nathan with you till seven o'clock. Here at minus two. Yeah, very chilly. Minus two degrees. Guys, what do we think of these brand new seats in the studio? They do feel like we're sat in a deck chair. I like it, but I am worried that this chair can't carry my weight. The thing about this is, Neve did a great point out because new studio, new chairs. The, of course. It doesn't have a high back. I feel like I'm going to fall off it. I feel like it's not, it's not supporting my upper back. I'm going to fall off. Nathan, you're a big fan of it. I'm a big fan. And you've got a longer back than the rest of us. I have a very long, hairy back, so you have to look (laughs) after me. Right, let's get kick off the music. So we got some blue Cantrell, or as I like to call her, blue Candrell. The sugar substitute. On the way after Dermot Kennedy, this is something to someone on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Blue Cantrell and Breathe, you are listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Good afternoon. I think it's safe to say a little bit of a weird atmosphere around today. Yeah. Kind of feels a little bit strange. We like to come on and try and do a fun, energetic show, but after the last 24 hours in the city has been a bit mad, I think we've got to start off the show and saying our thoughts are with the children and the carer that were attacked in Parnell Square yesterday. There's, some of them are still in hospital, so thoughts are with them and their families. And also, just the last 24 hours, what happened after was just insane and shocking. Thoughts I'd never see anything like that in Dublin City Centre that we saw last night. And it deeply... I was really sad when I woke up this morning. I think it was kind of disbelief last night when I was watching it unfold on social media. And then this morning when it all kind of settled in and seeing, oh, wow, yeah, this happened in our city. Yeah, it was shocking scenes. Like, I think everyone saw some of the videos yeah. and the pictures. It didn't seem real. Yeah. And personally, myself, when I was in the house with Becca, we're in such baby mode at mm. the moment because Becca's so heavily pregnant. Mm. And we were thinking, God, could you imagine the poor women pregnant going to the rotunda last night you would be so horrified as to what you were seeing and then you'd be thinking oh my god am i bringing a kid into the world where this is happening but i think we do have to say that is just the minority of people that does not represent ireland truly disgusting scenes you went to o'connell street this morning yeah so i don't live too far away from where all kicked off last night and around midday before i walked into work i said i'd go through o'connell street just to kind of see the aftermath of it and got to do huge credit to dublin city council and all the people who worked hard on cleaning up O'Connell Street. When I approached O'Connell Street, you could see O'Connell Bridge and the Lewis lines were being fixed. Uh, Those people on those cranes that were fixing them, they were damaged last night. Mm -hmm. The area where the Dublin bus was burnt out, that was cordoned off. They were re-tarmacking that. There was kind of green salt put down on the on the road as well i think that's where the other car was burnt out there was a heavy heavy guard the presence as well and then as you walked up from o'connell bridge to, like towards um parnell street on the left hand side um you kind of got an extent of the damage that was done last night hickey's pharmacy their windows were smashed in those people were placing those windows there was windows on mcdonald's that was boarded up the windows on footlocker shoe and asics were all being replaced as well. So it was kind of shocking to see the amount of damage like in front of you yeah. that was being done. But there also was a bit of a 
camaraderie? A little bit. Like, there was a lot of Gardaí there and people were chatting to the Gardaí and it seemed like there was a bit of a spirit on O'Connell Street that, you know what, the events of last night weren't going to stop people going in. Uh, credit to all the workers as well who went in there, all the cleaners that went in this morning as well to get the shops ready. Mm. Like, this is... I'm sure there was retail staff building up for today for weeks on Black Friday. Yeah. They went in, they got it opened. Arnott's as well was attacked last night. The workers were in there opening up at midday as well. So huge, huge, huge credit to everybody who went in to uh, work this morning as well. And to try and find some sort of light in what has been a pretty dark 24 hours, massive, massive credit to the Brazilian Deliveroo driver who yeah. stepped in on the attacker on Parnell Square yesterday. He attacked the attacker with his helmet. His name was Chow Benicio and this is the good mm. of the Irish. There was a GoFundMe page set up to buy Chow Benicio a pint. And I think the target was maybe a couple of hundred, a couple of grand. Before the show, I checked it. It was at 58,000 euro. Oh, wow. I'm going to refresh it now. It's now up to 83,000 oh euro. The amount of money that's been raised for an absolute hero. What a brave man. From Brazil who has his own family working in Ireland, doing his best and put his life on the line to protect so many others. So fair play to him and everybody else who stepped in yesterday and the people who are trying to get Dublin back to normal. I think that's it. I think we'll try and do a normal yeah. show. It was kind of tough seeing the scenes last night, but fingers crossed. We don't see them scenes again. Right. We'll be doing Graham and Nathan's Half 3 freebie very soon as Kenya Grace now and Strangers on FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. She has brunette hair now. Miley Cyrus used to be young. She has brunette hair. She looks very much like the glory days of Hannah Montana. It was also her birthday this week. Happy birthday, Miley. Guess her age? Uh, I'm going to go with 28. Neve. I kind of know what we're I've just Googled her. Okay, 31. Oh, fair play, Miley. One year younger than myself and Nathan, but a few years older than our producer, Neve. Oh. Isn't that right? You got on it. I forgot my own age the other day. Once you go 32, <laughs> it goes out the window. Do you like being 32? Ah, I don't care anymore. I had this big existential crisis at 29. And then once I turn 30, I realise, ah, sure, it's all the same. And now I just don't know my age. You changed your lifestyle when you turned 30. You're now behaving as if you're in your early 20s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you so paint the town red <laughs> all the time I without fail. Excuse me. I haven't been out in two weeks. Yeah, but I can see you have these wild eyes. You keep every morning when you wake up, you cross the calendar. Only a few more days. Come on. No, I've got a busy December, lads. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? Where am I going? Where are you oh. going? Come on. I'll be going for a meal in Basel. Lovely. I will be going for a few meals in uh, Cape Town in South Africa. <gasps> You're going to South Africa? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to South Africa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man. news to us. Look, it's not a big sure, deal, weren't guys. weren't you only in Italy a couple of weeks ago? Money, money, money. <laughs> Look, I've got a good agent, all right? How's it going over there? <laughs> South Africa Right it's Graham and Nathan's Fair Half 3 freebie I won it on a radio competition <laughs> If you have it Why not Right Today's prize Tickets to movies At cinemas We spun a wheel And landed on the letter M for money So if your name Begins with the letter M We might be giving you A call right now Graham is dialing a number Private number Will be calling you And you have to answer The phone with the phrase That pays We have to be strict today 
Best of luck. Do we know the name? Maria. Maria. Come on, Maria. Hello, my name is Maria, and I've just won Graham and Nathan's afternoon freebie. No. <laughs> I think we're going backwards. There was a time where everyone was getting it bang on. No, Mar- ah. Maria. Marketing, it's not working well with us. Maria, what I'm time sorry. is the competition at? Say that again, I'm sorry. What time is the competition at? What time is the competition at? Half three. Okay, Half three. all right, okay, okay. That gives you a clue as to what you have to say. We'll allow you to go once more. Let's nail it. Let's go. So, hello, my name is Maria and... Hello, my name is Maria, and I've just won Graham and Aiton's Half Tree freebie. On? On. <laughs> on FM? What radio on station? On FM 104. Yeah! <laughs> oh, God. It hasn't been a good week. I think I lost a stone there trying to get that out. I'm now bald. <laughs> Maria, oh, congratulations. What do you want to see in the cinema? Um, do you know what? I haven't been in so long, so I actually don't even know what's out at the oh, minute. Oh, so. you need to see this film called Saltburn. Apparently, Barry Keoghan is naked for three minutes. Well. Oh, well, I'm that's sold. I mean, <laughs> full frontal well, nudity. Maria, don't go yet because I'm going to it tomorrow and I'm going to give Graham's movie review. No, I don't want to hear it. On Monday. Yeah. Did, uh, did you hear my Hunger Games movie review last Monday? I didn't, I'm afraid. Oh, <laughs> much. Maria, you must check out the podcast. It's up I there on podcast. Do. Look up Monday's episode. You're going to love it. Maria, have a great weekend. Will, Enjoy do. the cinema. Good luck. Thank you. See ya. Have a nice- oh. Bye. 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 Have a nice life. <laughs> have a nice life. <laughs> it's Lil Nas X. That's what I want. FM 104. Boy. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Keen to Crow on FM 104. That is heaven. And you could say... We're in heaven every day at 10 to 4 because Nathan O'Reilly delivered us some fantastic news. I was off the other day. Neve, did you do a Nathan's news story? I did. What was my news story? What did story? you just speak about? Um, Great news story. What I'm was it? Drawing a blank. Joe Biden pardoning oh, yeah. some turkeys. Oh, amazing. And, and mixing up Brit- uh, Taylor Swift's Eras tour with, with Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Yeah. Oh, might, you saw it. You knew. Might do it next week. <laughs> I want to speak about Barry from EastEnders. There's something inside so strong. Oh, on, everyone. We need this. I know that I can make it. Yeah. Though you're doing me wrong, so wrong. You thought of my I refuse to actually call his real name. It's Barry from EastEnders. He was on Celebrity Big Brother back in 2017. He lasted 23 days. He was the eighth evictee. And he has revealed what we didn't know about Celebrity Big Brother. And he's offered some advice to future stars that appear on the show. So Celebrity Big Brother, it's going to kick off in 2024. Cannot wait for it. I am so excited. I'm having a bit of a reality TV show renaissance. Yeah. Between Big Brother and I'm a Celebrity, I'm all in. I'm going to say, Love Island, I'm done. Are you going to say that? I'm done. What if Ireland AM call you? <laughs> Love Island, cannot wait to see it next summer. There we go. <laughs> Barry from EastEnders. Now tell me if you think this is interesting or not. He said that his late friend Keith Chegwin gave him some great advice. Cheggers. You know him as Cheggers. Cheggers, he's a former UK presenter. Now, he has said that Keith told Barry, before you enter the house, 
you need your agent to tell Big Brother's producers that you will not share a bed with another housemate. Have that in your contract. Barry did it and he said it was excellent. A lot of his other housemates, they had to share a bed, but Barry had his own bed. I think that's good advice for any future celebrities going into the house. Yeah, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you never know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. He said, you might not know this, that... um, you cannot take your microphone off until the last person goes into bed. Right. So if you're trying to fall asleep with a big, horrible, awkward microphone on your chest, you cannot take that off until the very last housemate. These are riveting facts. Also, Davina McCall has ruled herself out. She is not going to appear as a contestant on the new Celebrity Big Brother. But do trust us when we say that this year's Big Brother was fantastic and I imagine the Celebrity version will be just as good. It's Tate McRae and Greedy on FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Good afternoon. Five past four on FM 104. I hope wherever you are, you are having a good day. And on the way next, I'm excited by this. We're joined by a guest. A living legend. He is TikTok superstar Eric Roberts. He's a gentleman from Donegal. He's a very funny man online. However, the reason we're talking to him is if you've put on Netflix over the last few days, you may have seen a new TV show. It is the reality TV show version of Squid Game. I don't even know how that works because I was such a fan of the show Squid Game that came out a couple of years ago. Now it's a game show. It is a game show. 456 people from across the world are fighting it out in those challenges you you would have seen on Squid Game to win $4.56 million. That must be the biggest prize money in any TV show I can think I'm of. I'm trying to think, yeah. It's been dubbed the biggest reality TV show of all time. And Eric joins us next to chat about... Him getting on, how it works, what it was like being on the TV show. All next, it's Coldplay first though. Something just like this. I've been reading books of old. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Coldplay, Chainsmokers, something just like this. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. I'm excited about this interview. Myself and Nathan love reality TV shows. Oh, we're a big fan. And you may remember that show that was, I'd say, one of the biggest shows in the world. The South Korean show on Netflix, Squid Game, where people in the TV show, like, it was a drama, it wasn't real life. They had to compete in this game, 456 of them, to win a cash prize. But throughout the show, they got killed if they didn't get through. I sincerely hope it was fictional. It was fictional. However, now, there is a new reality TV show version of it called Squid Game The Challenge. It is like Squid Game. The creators of it, they have the people dressed up in the red suits with the black black ski masks. They're dressed up in the green track suits with their number on them. They have the bunk beds. Yeah. They're doing the same challenges. And there's $4.56 million on offer (laughs) to the winner. A good few of the episodes have already dropped on Netflix this week. And an Irishman from Donegal is in it. His name is Eric Roberts. You might recognise him from TikTok and Instagram. He's an absolute legend. And he joins us on the show right now to chat about all things Squid Game The Challenge. Eric, welcome to Graham and Nathan. First of all, how do you get involved in a show this big? How are you getting on, lads? Um, So I was contacted by a cast and producer who had actually followed me online um, and he said he he enjoyed the content I was putting up and he's producing for this new show and I should apply. 
Um, and it was around six months of interviews and uh, casting process that, that went on for that for that time. And then it was around December last year that I got the nod. I think 100,000 people had applied and they cut it down to 456. And I was one of the lucky ones to get chosen. Eric, how do you prepare, prepare for such a show? I mean, I don't think anyone was prepared going into it. I don't think any of us really understood the scale of mm. which we, we, the, the show we were about to partake in. Do you know what I mean? I, I, when I applied, I kind of had heard murmurs that it was going to be a big set and there was going to be lots of money pumped in it, but I had no idea how big it actually was going to be. So I, I, I really wasn't mentally or physically prepared for what was in store. So where was it shot? Was it like in an, an industrial estate somewhere and kind of like Big Brother where it's just kind of made into a set? Where in the world was it shot? What was it like? So we filmed it in London in January this year and it was exactly that. Yeah, just a huge industrial estate and it was just massive, massive sets and it was it was very surreal being there. But we, we when we were thrown, after the first game, when we were brought to the dorms, we kind of forgot where we were. It just felt like we were being held captive essentially we didn't see daylight at, at times we didn't know what time of day it was and um, so it was totally submersive i mean you forgot you were on a show we were just we were put through our paces and did they look after you like are you fed do you get loads of bottles of water like do you feel physically well when you're there absolutely not no we were we were totally depleted and starved we were we were on a diet of white rice and an egg i I had a newfound appreciation for condiments and ketchup when i left there i can tell you all we spoke about was food for a couple of weeks now it was it was it was borderline starvation but obviously the welfare team and netflix had plenty of stuff in place and they made sure none of no one starved to death and stuff and we were really well looked after afterwards with the aftercare and stuff as well but i think for the show when when we signed up we we had to sign x amount of things and we we knew what we were getting ourselves in for in terms of that they, they, they stressed us this wasn't going to be an easy experience yeah so I've, I've watched the first episode Eric and I was blown away by how similar it was to the actual show I thought when you were going in there they would kind of be I don't know kind of kind of smaller scale versions of the challenge but the first episode you're thrown into red light green light where the massive girl doll is at the end of this huge arena and you have to get there in the time allotted without moving were you expecting before you went in everything to be as similar to the real squid game as it was or was that a shock when you got into the arena it was definitely a surreal experience. I mean, you're walking into a giant room with 456 other people and it seems really simplistic when you're told the rules of the game. You have to get to the other end of this room basically in a lot of time. But what you don't see there is that game actually lasted around six to seven hours. We, we just stood in that room. It was freezing cold. Oh my God. And the game began and we were told that we'd be standing for a period of time, but we weren't told for how long. And the game started, we would run for around five seconds and then everyone would freeze and in the time that we were frozen, we might be stood there for 30 to 40 minutes at a time. So it was one of the most difficult things I've ever been put through in my life. So, and a lot of people didn't make it over the line. So I, I was very, very happy I made it past game one because it was easily the hardest thing I've ever done. So Eric, when you say you, you stopped there for 30 minutes at a time, do you have to stay still? Because that's the concept of the game. If you move, you're out when um, the doll is staring at you. Do you. Did you have to stay still or did they allow you to take breaks? You had to stay still the entire time. Oh and I mean, about, about four or five hours in, there was people fainting, there was people shouting for medics, people's legs were seizing up. What happened was it was more of a waddle near the end than anything because my own legs had seized up so badly I found it hard to move. So it was it was incredibly intense and anyone that did make it past that kind of realised, okay, this, this isn't just a game, this is pretty serious. Eric, there was 456 people there and I was like squinting, trying to look out for you amongst the crowd. Did I see you cross the line in second or was that someone similar to you 
I crossed the line in second place. I, I, I was a bit knew, disappointed oh, I didn't Eric. win, but that... I knew that was you. I was like, is that Eric? I had to rewind. I was like, I was yeah. squinting. I was like, is that you? Like, were you number 15 or 215 or what, what was it? I was number 215. Yeah, I, think I, it was the, I think it was the Gaelic pre-season that really kicked in there <laughs> near the end there that I was, I was able to stay right up the top. So I was really happy, but I was slightly disappointed I didn't win because I was just so close. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, was, I was just happy to do it. I didn't expect to do as well as I did, but uh, I was just happy to get over the line that day. Absolutely insane to come second. Eric, this is fascinating. If you wouldn't mind hanging around for a couple more minutes because we want to ask about that massive cash prize and just a few more questions on the show because it's riveting stuff. Uh, now, though Prada from Ray it's FM 104 the Graham and Nathan podcast FM 104 Tiesto Ava Max and the motto it is Graham and Nathan on FM 104 and we're still joined by TikToker TikTok sensation he's the real deal Eric Roberts now Eric the prize money on this show Squid Game the brand new reality show is a whopping 4.56 million dollars did you ever think about winning it so it was it was hard to even comprehend winning that amount of money and initially I just I just was there for the experience I wanted to get through a couple of games and meet some interesting people but as the game progressed it got more and more evident that someone someone amongst us was going to win this life-changing amount of money. Yeah. So I suppose after a few days, I had it all spent in my head. I had the new car bought and the house. And, <laughs> um, we, 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 were, we were all that depleted, though. It, it, was just a, it, it became about survival, and it was just a mental and physical battle start to end because not only were you put to your paces on the game days, but there was also elimination days in the dorms you didn't know who to trust you didn't know who your friends were even if you made an alliance and Mm. made friends with people it's not necessarily they're not necessarily going to make it through the next game so then you would have to make new friends so it was just a constant constant struggle in there Um, and it it, it wasn't a nice experience at times do you know what I mean it was it was really really tough but I'm I'm looking back on it now and I'm, I'm really enjoying watching it back when you talk about reality TV shows, it's kind of saying you have a game plan going in is kind of taboo. Like if someone says they've got a game plan in Love Island or Big Brother, they're like, oh no. But this, you think you kind of have to have some sort of game plan with $4.56 million on the line and it being based off several games. Did you have one going in or were you just going with the flow? Initially, I didn't have one going in. I wanted I wanted to get through a few games. That was my only thought process when I went in there. But then seeing how much people had game plans and how many alliances were being set up, you, you realise quickly that you're not going to last long in here unless you have some sort of game plan. So mine was just to keep my head down. I mean, if you've watched the first couple of episodes of the show, you can see that there's really big flamboyant characters and immediately everyone wants them gone. Everyone mm. wants them eliminated. So my thought process was keep your head down, make a few friends, but be a familiar face and not, not someone everyone's going to remember. When, when the time comes to vote people out. Now, that probably doesn't benefit me much on getting getting much screen time because when you're keeping your head down, it's not really great TV. So a lot of people are in the same boat. There was two ways you could play the game. You could really put yourself out there, nominate yourself for challenges and backstab people, and that's, that's going to be great TV. But then the other way is keep your head down, keep quiet, and just hopefully get through the games. And that was my approach because I didn't want to be voted out. I wanted to go out in my own terms. And what was it like watching back... Eric, because obviously you filmed this back in January. Is it a strange feeling looking back? Absolutely. I mean, there's just a wave of PTSD coming over me at times, and I can almost, I can almost feel the hunger again, and like, the struggle oh. in the games. I mean, like I, I didn't have much luck when I was in there for the for the likes of the cookie game, which was in episode two. I got the hardest shape. I got the umbrella, and I managed to get through that as well. And I think out of everyone, only four people passed that challenge. So. 
I mean, I it, it was it definitely wasn't easy, and I I struggled a lot in there. Um, but to be able to progress through the games and stuff, and I've made it, I've made it as far as I did. I, I'm still in it next week, which I'm 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 really really happy Unreal. about. And um, I I feel like I represented the country well, and I represented Ireland well because it was only it was only myself and another man from Belfast that were yeah. that were there representing Ireland. That's savage. Did you practice the cookie challenge at home before you went in? I didn't know. I had a few, but I didn't practice <laughs> them up. <laughs> Eric, you're an absolute legend. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Fascinating to see an Irish man that we're all so familiar with while looking on our social media on one of the biggest TV shows in the world right now. Um, And you said you've made it through to the final episode. We cannot wait to see how you get on. And thank you so much for joining us. And if you did end up winning, um, don't be afraid to come around and uh, throw a few million dollars our way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, lads. Next round on me. Nice one, Eric. (laughs) Thank you so much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers, lads. Thank you. Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Switch Disco, Ella Henderson and React. It is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. I have a question for you, Nathan. Go on. Are you in? No. No? I'm not in. Oh, I'm were... not in. It's just not doing it for me. I've caught little glimpses. Yeah, yeah. I love Fred Siri X, but myself and Becca, we watched it last night. Hadn't seen Frankie Dettori in years. Yeah. I think the last time I saw Frankie Dettori, didn't he used to be one of the captains on A Question of Sport with sure Sue Barker? Yeah, sure did. Tony Bellew also joined the show last night with Frankie. I don't know what it is. I think maybe because there's no romance in the show. Nathan, there hasn't been a romance on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here since Katie Price and Peter Andre <laughs> about 20 years ago. Bring it back, the glory days. Well, I'm loving it. Are I think you? it's great. Neve, you're watching it too? I'm loving it too. I know I haven't been as uh, watching it as strict as I had earlier on the week, so mm. I'm a bit out of touch. Oh. I felt sorry for Ant and Deck the other night when Jamie Lynn Spears was doing her challenge because she was a bit like me. When she was doing it, she was awfully quiet. She said very little, and you could see Ant and Deck, they're kind of thinking to themselves, this is supposed to be an entertaining show. So they made it fun, but Jamie Lynn was just refusing to speak as she was climbing up different levels, collecting stars. God, I feel like a pro over here. See, you are are kind (laughs) of into I'm so disappointed, though, you were watching it last night, because... One of the greatest lines happened. It came out of, of all people, Nigel Farage's mouth, but it was still funny. And I messaged our WhatsApp group. I thought you'd be watching it. Neve. Oh, I was watching it. You were it. watching it. Yeah. And I said, Neve, I, I first go, Nathan, are you watching? If not, Neve, don't say anything <laughs> about what Nigel Farage has just said. Nathan, WhatsApp back. I'm watching it. Because I wanted to deliver it to you fresh on the show because I knew you would love it. It was one of your favourite news stories from this year. It was a big story. Nigel was having a conversation with former boxing legend Tony Bellew and Tony started to bring up David Hay. David Hay, they fought together and then Nigel Farage says this. You see, you, are you friendly with Hay? David, uh, yeah, but they mean David get on great. So these days... He's he's now living in a throuple, isn't he, or something? Is that right? (laughs) No, I think it was a very brief thing. 
And I think now... What's a throuple, by the way? He was living with two beds. <laughs> oh, got... oh, David's living the gene, believe you me. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you I roared laughing He was last living night. with two birds. <laughs> He's living in a throuple, isn't he? And then Grace Dent, the Guardian food critic. No, no, she's not. And we have to say... Because the rumours were it was David Hay, some model, and Una Healy. Yeah. Una Healy has come out since saying... They were never in a they throuple. They were never in a throuple. They just went on holidays together. Three people can go on holidays together and take pictures in bikinis and underwear? God, do you remember that Instagram <laughs> post? There's no what? problem with that, Neve, is there? <laughs> no. 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 What music did David Hay have for that image? Does anyone remember? Because it was just so funny. Do you know when they're posing? Britney Spears. One, two, no. three. Man, it, man, it, man, if anyone knows, 0876797104. We'll, we'll look it up. We'll have a try and find it. But the throuple news got to Nigel Farage. That's how far and wide that rumour went. Or as Neve would say, rumour. Mm. <laughs> it's Clean Bandits, our Larson Symphony on FM 104. I've been hearing symphonies. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Taylor Swift on FM 104. It's 10 to 5. It's another Friday where we have three people in the ping pong ding dong Grand Slam final, meaning it is another semi final draw ceremony. As the founder and ambassador and the face of ping pong ding dong, I want to thank you for supporting this sport over the years. We are delighted to say that it is growing by the day. And I do want to say with the sport ping pong ding dong, yes, there will be doubters. Yes, there will be mistakes. But with hard work, with belief, with confidence and trust in yourself and those around you, there are no limits. Where did you rip that from? Michael Phelps. <laughs> right, I have some names, Dan. All right. Sarah Jane won on Monday. Shane won on Tuesday. Lee won yesterday. That means the three of them are going to battle it out. We need to do a draw now. Who is going to face each other in the semi-final? Winner of that then will face the person who isn't drawn as they go straight to the final. Nathan, I'm going to enter the balls into the bowl. Here we go. Oh, no, that's the wrong... Sounds like gravel. <laughs> Nathan... I am going to luck, enter everyone. the balls, into the bowl. First name. I can reveal. Lee. Lee, yesterday's winner on Thursday. The last person to make it through to the final is the first person out. He will play in the semi-final and Lee will be going up against... Sarah Jane Nathan you're still The balls are still going Oh yeah I have it Now Sarah Jane And little Dunica Sarah Jane And little Dunica Get in and Okay just to show This is a legit well, Let's pick it up there. Is that Sorry, still Yes here Shane 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 You make it through To the final You go straight there And you will play the winner Of Lee Against Sarah Jane In the semi-final all happening after five o'clock very well run event this week <laughs> well done a slap on the back to all of us this is Rihanna Drake and work on FM 104 work, 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 work. the Graham and Nathan podcast FM 104 it really is the showpiece of the sport Friday when we have a semi-final and final we absolutely love it now it's safe to say there are still a few critics out there mm. that don't really like 
the new change in our sport. We truly believe it is better if you have a separate semi-final and then a final afterwards. Do you remember at the beginning of Ping Pong Ding Dong when it was a little bit lawless? We would have a thruple in a final. Now, there are some naysayers out there that are accusing us of doing what the football bodies are doing. Go on. Of increasing the games to get more TV revenue. Yeah. What do you say to that? We like money. (laughs) (laughs) Right, on the way next. Semi-final. Lee versus Sarah Jane. Shane can sit down and rest because he's made it through to the final in a bye. Can't wait to do it next after Jazzy on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Jazzy and giving me on FM at 104. You are listening to Graham and Nathan. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. All right, this is going to be box office, baby. We are doing the semi final of ping pong, ding dong. I've no doubt that a nation is tuned in yep, right now. Absolutely. Graham, first time listener, can you explain the sport? Between Monday and Thursday, Nathan plays and he takes on listeners. I give them a topic. They've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. If you end up beating Nathan, you go through to the final on Friday and play anybody else who beat Nathan. The winner gets 200 euro. This week, three people made it through to the final. Wow. Meaning just before five, we did the semi-final draw. And Lee came out first. Lee, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, good. How you doing? All right, Lee. How has your life changed since beating me? I've a newfound confidence now. Okay. Mm. And after Lee came out, so did Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. How is little Dunica keeping? Oh, he's super. He's glued to the radio inside. Good stuff. Shout out to Dunica. Uh, Thankfully, Nathan didn't call him Dominic. (laughs) Sorry, that's my nickname. For Dunica. All right, here we go. Same rules as during the week, guys. I'm going to give you a topic. You've got to give us answers in relation to that topic. You will go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. And the winner will go through to the final in 10 minutes and play Shane, who is waiting there. Let's get going. Best of luck, guys. Lee, you will go first as you were drawn first out off the bowl. Great. Your topic is. Subjects you would study in secondary school. Off you go. History. English. Business. Irish. Science. Maths. Geography. Accounting. Art. Applied maths. Um, home, ep- home ec- economics. Yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. Physics. French. Chemistry. German. Biology. Engineering. Music. Five. Spanish. Italian. More languages left. <laughs> um, Five. Latin. Yep. Woodwork. <laughs> F- 
five, four, three. Um, technology. Two. Ag science. Did I already say science now? Uh, agricultural science. Oh, okay. Um, five, four. Media studies. Three, two, one. I don't no. think so. Oh. Not in secondary school. I'm just going to no, no worries. check here. Just double check, VAR. We're crossing over to the no, VAR in the no. back of a van, Graham. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, Lee. But Lee, great game, An guys. Unbelievable semi final. Dare game. I say the best semi final we've had so far? Lee, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you You're doing our semi final. Have a good weekend, Lee. Maurice, well, best of luck in the final. Oh, Thanks, very nice, Sarah Jane. Oh, lovely to see. You're going to have to stick with us for another while because in 10 minutes' time, you'll be taking on Shane in the final for real and the winner gets 200 euro. Are you ready for it? I'm a bit thrown after that, but I'll, I'll recuperate. Yeah, I hope ready. you're not too exhausted. Right, it's Olivia Rodrigo and Vampire now. It's FM 104. Give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber with I Don't Care It Is Graham and Nathan on FM 104. It's final time. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Grand Slam final of ping pong, ding dong. Joining us out on Centre Court this evening. <laughs> Sorry, we have Sarah Jane. Hello. And we also have Shane. Hello. We go. Two players ready to go. Sarah Jane, how are you feeling after defeating Lee in the semi-final a few minutes ago? I was very close. I was very lucky. Right. Are you feeling tired right now? Like, how how are the muscles? I, I'm pretty worn out. It was yeah. a hard round. But is Shane going to be going into the final cold? That mm. is always the question we have. Shane, do you feel like you're warmed up or you could be a bit stiff here, could you? Oh, no, I'll stretch still here. All right. Stretch the legs out on the bench there while I was waiting, so I'll okay. go pick it up. This is going to be box office. All right, I'll give you the rules once more. I'm going to give you a topic. You've got to give us answers in relation to that topic. You will go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. Winner, this time, finally gets €200. Euro. Sarah Jane, you got through first during the week, so you will go first. And your topic is different types of birds. Off you go. A wren. A blue tooth. Sparrow. Pigeon. Lark. Flamingo. Chicken. Rooster. Penguin. Five, four, three, two. Swan. Ostrich. Seagull. Duck. Five, four, three. An owl. Five, four. A bat. Can we just check VAR? Hold. Don't know if a bat is a bird. Is a bat a bird or mammal? 
I, I, I wouldn't say it's a bat. Bats are mammals. It is coming up here. Yeah, yeah. They're like birds, but they're completely different, it says. We all happy with that? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Shane. Sorry, Shane. We have our winner in the oh! Sarah Jane, can I just say, one of the most composed players we've ever had. It was like every time a shot, a ball came over the net, it was straight back at you. Sarah Jane, will you run to your son, little Dunica, and break the news? I will. I have to give the other one a mention too. There's Dara and Rian. They all want to be heard on the radio. So Dara and Rian. We well, have really focused on Dunica. Will you go over to the guys now? They're actually in their friend's house. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. I'm going to pick them up now. Thank you so much Shane, you're for a playing. Gent. It's a tough one in fairness, but yeah. I've been there, Shane. I've been there, but do you know what will make you stronger? What? Losing. You'll come <laughs> back a warrior. That's true, yeah. Shane, you're an absolute gent. Sarah Jane, thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah Jane. An absolute thank champion. You. Three games this week you've won. I think you definitely deserve the 200 euro. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Bye. See ya. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. And to the naysayers and critics that say the semi-final, you're too tired. You cannot win yeah, a championship absolutely. afterwards. There's proof. Take that. Take that. It's Doja Cat. band. Make <laughs> the town red. I said what I said. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Tyler and Water, you are listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. It's going to be a fun one tonight because... It is the Late Late Toy Show. Come on, Patrick Kilty's first ever toy show... Would you say he's bricking it right now? Oh, I actually kind of feel sorry for him. <laughs> I would be so nervous. Yeah, because Ryan Tuberty, our colleague... Oh, yeah, our colleague. Now we work for the same company. He was unbelievable over the years. Heck, do you remember one year he dressed up as a fox and he started singing? So it's on tonight. Let's try and predict three things. One each. Myself, yourself, Nathan, and producer Neve. What we think could happen tonight doesn't have to be outrageous. And then on Monday we'll revisit and see if anybody came close to it. Oh, I like this. Okay, I'll start. It's a small one. It's not too big or extravagant. But I think one of the children will call Patrick Healy Ryan. Oh, oh, do you think? Yeah. I think they're going to call him Ryan by accident, or there'll be a reference to Ryan because you know, all of us were adults, and you'd kind of go into your mindset of like, okay, let's not just. Reference him He's got a tough job Ahead of him Tough act to follow But kids are innocent They don't really understand That this man has taken over A job from Ryan Tuberty In controversial circumstances Over the last few months I think Ryan will be referenced By one of the children If not calling Patrick Ryan That's a good one Alright Nathan I think A celebrity is going to appear On the show Okay But not just one Two Vera Powell And Katie McCabe Okay I think they might come together yeah. and okay. have a bit of fun. Yeah. I think there will be an element of I think the Irish the, I think a footballer. Oh, sorry, hold on a second. Vera Pau and Katie McCabe will not be going on together. What? No way. Vera Pau is not the manager anymore, Nathan. <laughs> sorry, uh, what? <laughs> and uh, I don't think they finished on good terms. Well, you've completely ruined my prediction. Neve, um, let's get some real predictions in here. So I was thinking, with uh, Girls Allowed... 
reuniting this week. Oh, yes. come on. I actually only saw the clip come up in my timeline recently of the little boy. I think his name was Toby Kane. Love it. And he came on. He was about five in 2003. So what? That's nearly 20 years ago, is it? If I'm doing the maths correct. Yeah, 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 about that. Came on and he was singing a song on a karaoke machine. Girls Aloud came out and surprised him behind. <gasps> Let's have a listen. I'll take you down. I'll take you down. Tune. expect to see them coming in. I'll tell you what, Toby, you want to talk to those girls, don't you? They're girls allowed. No? Bring back Toby. Oh, I think they could have a reunion tonight. Go on, Pat Kenny as well. <laughs> he was a bit of fun, wasn't he? Pat Kenny once come in on a, on the back of an elephant. <laughs> um, I, yes, have a, you're I right. have that image in my head. It's on tonight. Enjoy it. Script break even. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Kenya Grace and Strangers on FM 104. You are listening to Graham and Nathan. And Nathan, I did say a few minutes ago that we've got something very special planned for you next week. Is it Harry Styles' brand new fragrance? So we know that you've been going to antenatal classes with your fiancé, Becca. You're going to be having a child in nearly a month. Yeah. So myself and producing even the background thought, how could we make you show your support even more for your pregnant fiancé. So, we came up with this. Nathan's having a baby. Oh, can he birth a baby? No, I... Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> can I birth a baby? Next week on the show, we're going to be doing Nathan's having a baby. Three stages to you having a baby, Nathan. You're first on Monday, you're going to be pregnant. Then... On Wednesday, you're going to be giving birth. And after you give birth, you're going to be raising a child. <laughs> Whose child? So your pregnancy will consist of you having a watermelon strapped to you to see what it's like to walk around and do every everyday bits and bobs with a baby bump. Then we have a contraction machine, which is going to give you the idea of what it's like to give birth, the pain of it. And then we have a baby doll which cries incessantly like those ones you would see oh, no. on Love Island to give you an idea what it's like to have a crying baby all the time. Where did you get this contraction machine? We got the contraction machine off a dodgy website Oh, online. What is it? Like electric shocks around the body? It has four little pads that we're going to put onto your stomach. Is it safe? Yeah, it says it. It says it. I think it's in a foreign language that I can't understand. I think it's in Chinese, but I think it says safe from my limited Chinese language knowledge. So that's going to be happening, kicking off on Monday for the entire week. Nathan's having a baby. Can he birth a baby? Well, we're going to find out starting on Monday's show. I'm very nervous. Don't be nervous, Nathan. This is exciting. This is a new chapter in your life. I don't think I can carry a watermelon. <laughs> Tune in to Monday's show and find out what it's like when Nathan is having a baby. This is Freya Ridings and Castles on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104.